0: Progression on me, progression on three. Welcome to the Tulsa Progression Podcast. Here, we love to talk, teach, and learn local music. Remember to give your opinion because here your opinion matters. Now, introducing your host, the creative, King Spencer. Thank you for that amazing intro, gorgeous. Um, welcome to the Tulsa Progression Podcast, man. It's a it's an honor to finally be here getting started with this. I can't tell y'all how excited I am. I've been working on this for a minute, so to finally cut the mic and the camera on and dive in to the topics that, you know, that I feel like the town need to discuss, it's just exciting to finally get started. So, um, yeah, this has been an idea that I've had in the works for, you know, a couple months, but, you know, to finally launch, it's exciting, so, Tulsa Progression Podcast. I got uh four major things that I want to run, that I want to run by this first episode. First, we're gonna uh I'm gonna give y'all a small introduction. The second thing we're gonna jump into is the three who I believe are the three most slept-on artists in Tulsa. You know what I'm saying? Um third, we're gonna uh, talk about six things that I believe all Tulsa artists need to do. All Tulsa artists, we're gonna discuss six things that I feel like all of us need to do. And lastly, uh, I'm going to share some ways that um, you, as an artist, can get involved in uh, just just fun ways to get exposure in Tulsa as an artist. And uh, that'll be our four topics. And lastly, we'll do some fun things that I want to end each uh, episode off with. But um, with no further ado, let's jump straight into the first topic. All right, so the reason why I'm bringing this Podcast to you guys is one because I've always uh, I've always had fun um, Being a platform creator whether it's being with the rap battles back in the day Uh, I used to do project black where uh, basically guys could come in and do freestyles Um, The YouTube channel music videos Uh, No plugins, all these different things that all these different platforms that I've um, that I've started just to help bring shine light on artists. And that's one of the things that that's one of the primary um, one of the primary needs that I'm catering to with this podcast. But this also is something for the town because there's really no go to place to discuss well there are go-to places but you know I really want to concentrate on it being this being the place to that's strictly about town music talk you know what I'm saying and you know helping artists grow because I feel like there are a lot of artists in Tulsa with with ridiculous potential but um there's just a few tweaks that some people need and maybe some people as yourself. And I feel like this is a great place to come and talk about those things. So as far as the Tulsa Progression Podcast, this is gonna be your one-stop shop to talk, t- talk, teach, and learn Tulsa music. And I encourage people to send in your opinions because this is the one place that your opinions matter. So um, moving forward, I'll be explaining ways where you can uh, send in your opinions, where we could discuss it here. And also make sure you guys follow me everywhere so that whenever I'm um, reaching out to get your opinions on new topics, you can have those on there and you can hear yourself on the next episode. So just real quick, I want to plug those. Follow me on Instagram at Kingspencer100. Follow me on Facebook at Spencer King. Um, Twitter, I think it's Kingspencer100. I don't use that one as much. Snapchat, I think it's the same thing. But... um I don't use that as much. Uh, Snapchat, I don't use as much, but I could see myself eventually getting on there more. King Spencer 100. Um, But yeah, so that's what this podcast is about. I want to give everybody a choice, a chance to let their voice be heard. And I just love town talk, man. I just love Tulsa music. Like, this is like one of my hobbies. Like, I really can sit there and listen to a whole mixtape, a whole album. Watch all your music videos. I I like I I, genu- I I have a genuine interest in Tulsa music. So this is this is a way to get my rocks off. Solid. So now I want to jump into our second topic for the day, man. Um, I want to talk talk about the three most slept-on artists in Tulsa. So before we have that discussion, I feel like it's important to. Define what slept on actually means because these days slept on can mean a lot mean a lot of things I feel like you got artists who are actually like Sought sought out like artists who have a genuine following who will say they slept on just because I guess whoever they are Comparing themselves to they're not on that level So I want to define what I mean when I say slept on and I also want to define what I don't mean when I say slept on so what slept on to me means is that like, your artist that deserves a level of recognition, X level of rec- recognition, but you aren't getting that. So say for instance, you're a local artist and on the level of recognition scale, your recognition is at a three, but your artistry and your swag and your music is so dope that it should be like at a level five. I feel like you're slept on. But if your work, if what you produce is like a level three, and you're getting like level three recognition, I don't really feel like you slept on. So when I say slept on, what I'm saying is these people are like above the level of of recognition that are below the level of recognition that I feel like they deserve. Now, on the flip side, what I don't mean when I say slept on is that these guys aren't good. I'm not saying that you're not good. I'm not saying that um, that people are better than you. I'm not saying none of that. I'm not categorizing you. I'm just simply saying that based on what I'm seeing coming out of Tulsa and what I've seen just traveling in in mainstream, where I I place your level of – your level of artistry, I feel like you deserve to be even more recognized. So let's jump straight into it. The very first person who I got to I gotta say is this, this cat named Double K. Double K is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I believe he's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I really don't know very much about him. I met him once, but before I ever met him, I had heard his music. Now, Double K, he's definitely like a street guy. He got like a lot of street music. I mean, I'm just going to let y'all know, like dissing people in his music, gun bars, all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to tell you right now, the kid is nice, and I feel like he's going to go far. If his head stay, if he keep his head screwed on right and, you know, make make the right kind of decisions, I feel like Double K could really penetrate the music scene beyond Tulsa. Um, one thing when you listen to Double K it's his voice is the main thing that I say sets him apart. He really sound like somebody that's from like SAC or something, like somewhere on the West Coast, but I believe he right here from the hometown, Tulsa. And um, I feel like bro has slept on. Now don't get me wrong, his stuff does numbers, but I don't think his, his stuff is doing the type of numbers that it's gonna do. Like his stuff is solid, he doing solid numbers. I think I have seen some stuff that got 15 20k on it right here from Tulsa Oklahoma but I don't think they got nothing on what what his numbers are about to do if he stay consistent and most importantly stay out of trouble but uh mad shout out to double k like I said I've only met him once but um I really feel like I really feel like he can really make some noise with music if uh if that's really what he wants to do And there's a lot of guys who we can name right now, but only can name three. So that's all I'm going to name. We'll have tons and tons more to give different people exposure. But today, we talking double K. All right? So, and if y'all can't tell, I got like a little cold. But, you know, work with the kid. You feel me? So the next person who I feel like is like super slept on in the town is that boy, SYB Slowbuck's now if y'all haven't heard of slow bucks y'all need to get hip to him he's another like street cat that you know like make a lot of street music but i ain't gonna lie to y'all man that stuff be hard bro i can't even lie i'll be i'll be jamming that stuff you feel me like i know they be talking some, they be saying some stuff in their records but it's hard yo it, it's definitely dope so you know. I feel like Slowbucks. He's been making music on in the scene for a while now, but um, between now, I personally know Slowbucks. Slow I mean, I don't know him like that, you know what I'm saying? But I know him more than I know, you know, the average artist. Being that we've worked. We've worked more often than you know other artists that I've worked with. That's the sense that I mean that I know him. I don't. I don't even know his real name. That's how much I know. Him. So as far as the artist, I, I would say that he's one of the people who I'm more familiar with. And um, yeah, Slowbucks. I know he. Uh, he. He's pursuing the best. If he's not still, he was playing basketball um, in college. Like he's a. He's an athlete. Like a. Like a college athlete, so, like, that lets you know the level of, like, of dedication it takes for him to actually be, like, a college-level athlete and also be able to drop music. But, yeah, he right here from Tulsa, Oklahoma, SYB Slow Bucks. Look him up. The dude is nice, man. Like, he's definitely nice. Now, he's one person that I actually – he's actually from Sacramento, Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but Slowbuck's is actually from Sacramento, but, you know, he's here in the town, so it's that kind of situation where he's from one place, but he moved here, and, like, this is home now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Slowbuck's is definitely somebody you should check out. If you don't like, uh, like, killing and guns or, you know, like, sexual references, neither one of these guys are probably going to be the guy for you. But if you just like... If you a fan of, like, drill, you know what I'm saying, murder music, like myself, like, I like that kind of stuff. I hate when guys are really, like, living that life. I don't know if these guys are really living that life or not, but I, I'd rather, see, me, I'd rather you be a dude that don't live that life. But, see, I'm going I'm to I'm dive in on this real quick. Me personally, King Spence, I'd rather you be... A person that don't live that life and rap about it than for you to be a person that really live his life and rapping about it. It's easier for me to support you if you don't really do it because of a few reasons. Now I'm older than a lot of these guys So I know a lot of younger people or a lot of street dudes are looking at me crazy like man Spence you crazy But I'm gonna tell y'all why I say this I've been in the position (laughs) Working with guys who are really, quote unquote, about their life. You know what I'm saying? Dudes who really in the streets, who really like making a name for themselves off of things that they do in the streets. And I've worked with these kind of guys. And I can think of two instances right now that it almost cost me my life. You get what I'm saying? Just simply being around those kind of people. So in a sense of like... Living life and, like, you know what I'm saying? Growing old and taking care of your family. Yes, I'd rather you be a person who really don't got no street beef, that really ain't got no enemies, no ops, you know what I'm saying? And you rapping about it to entertain people like myself. Then for you to be a person who really probably about to die and you, like, out here rapping about it, you know what I'm saying? So the other thing I look at it about it is it's Entertainment at the end of the day and guess who the people who gonna be buying your music with their hard-earned money guess guess who? Me, I'm the person who digging in my pocket to stream your music to buy your albums But the people who really expect you to be about that life whenever you rapping about it Chances are they not gonna ever financially support you I'm the person who gonna buy your merch the people who gonna show up to your shows are the people who gonna support your career and chances are if they really expect you to be about that life. They are about that life. And if they are about that life, chances are they ain't coming to your show. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm probably jacking up the game with what I'm saying right now. But guess what? This is the Tulsa Progression Podcast where your opinion matters. And my opinion definitely going to matter on the podcast. So, but, you know, take that take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, if you're really not about that life, understand that it's demons and Trauma that's gonna come with that. Like, if you're really not at all about what you're rapping about, you're gonna be tested. And that's the truth. But that still don't take away the fact of the matter that I believe that it's a such thing as entertainment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got people like Takashi69 who rap about this kind of stuff all the time. But the problem is, he really was to some degree in it to when you at a point where you like, snitching in a federal courthouse you know what i'm saying or snitching or telling or whatever y'all want to call it so that goes against what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is you 100 have no inclusion in any criminal things other than what you're talking about on your music which is all fake so at the end of the day you don't got to worry about no courthouses or telling on nobody all you're doing is making words rhyme and telling creative stories that's what i'm talking about but, um, you know, to each his own, everybody got their own opinion. That's my opinion. You don't like it, hey, you know a button you can click. But um, enough about that. Like I say, my whole point of going on that whole tangent was simply saying that, you know, I just hate for guys to really be involved in the things that they talking about in their songs. And then, you know, we all surprised whenever, you know, like bad things happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Like. It all happens too often. It's like the culture these days for guys to like rap about the street beats that they truly really involved in and then the next day we hear about them being dead or in jail for a long period of time. It's like, yeah, that makes it realer. It's more dramatic and it's doper, but, you know, I'm I'm a person that's pro-life. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like you deserve life more than you deserve to, you know, die behind some stuff you're saying on a record because you really offended somebody. I feel like you can say offensive things. I mean like not offensive things. I feel like you can say gun bars and stuff like that without directly targeting somebody. And a lot of the times that's what's going on in the music. You feel me? Guys are like, are like disrespecting each other in the music and you know, bad things end up happening and it end up just being the l for the culture you know what i'm saying but you know it is what it is to each his own everybody gonna make their own decisions but you know like i say it's just easier to support somebody that's just like not really not really trying to kill nobody you know what i'm saying really just trying to make dope music but back on topic Double K and uh, Slow Bucks, both these guys make like that drill music, but it's super dope. You know what I'm saying? I, I I bang this stuff. You feel me? Like I be up here throwing my gang signs up, doing all of that in the privacy of my home. <laughs> while listening, while listening to this stuff, it's like influential, bro. It's like it's dope stuff, but um. That's my two people who I think are like, slept on in the town and I feel like their career, if they stay focused and out of trouble and consistent. bro, I really feel like, I personally feel like they could really go somewhere with music. Um, now the last person is actually two people. And it was only fair for me to mention two people because these are like, they not even a duo, but legally they're a duo. You know what I'm saying? The the third most slept on person or people that that are in Tulsa, I think, are Blue Jane and Seven No Labels. Blue Jane and Seven are by far the most artistic creative personalities that I think Tulsa has seen now you guys probably aren't that hip to him, but let me let me hip you guys to him real quick so Seven is one of my personal favorites she reminds me of like a of like a um Missy Elliott like that level like when you think Missy Elliott you don't think you don't necessarily think um about her music, I don't think, me, I'm gonna speak for myself. When I think Missy Elliott, the first thing that come to my mind isn't necessarily her music, it's the creativity that she brought to her music. The same thing for people like Erica Badu. Like, Badu's music was dope, but it was just how creative she was with the music that made her so dope to me. And that's the same category I would put seven in i feel like seven is somebody who who brings a very unique element to music that that i feel the the masses will appreciate that's how i feel about seven now blue i feel like blue is the rawest the rawest mc that i could say i've seen Mm, it's a couple if you go check out the video that i did on like the top three artists in Tulsa you'll find another one of the people who I said female artists that I said is like, is raw. But Blue is definitely in the category of arguably one of the rawest MCs in Tulsa. Like if you turn, like you remember that old school Boosie, the Boosie that that we all got hip to that when Boosie first came out like y'all remember the kind of energy that he produced and like the type of the way he rapped and like just how raw and how uncut and how dope he was. Well, take that, put a female voice behind it and then like merge with like, with like, I don't know how to explain it, man. Y'all just gotta check her out. And the other jacked up thing is she really ain't even start dropping like that. So you might have a hard time finding her, but Blue Jane and Seven No Labels They're a duo, but they don't do music together. They are arguably the most creative. They bring arguably one of the most creative elements to Tulsa, Oklahoma that we have seen yet. Now, don't get me wrong. There are definitely some very creative people, but when I say creative, I'm talking about their personality and, like, Bro, I, I I film a lot of videos. I get to see a lot of stuff, and the I'll tell you who these girls reminded me of. They reminded me of June when I first saw June. I was like, okay, we own something different here. This is different. This has never been seen before. This is the same energy that I see when I see Blue Jane and Seven O Labels. Like, it's just something. They just got that that star factor. They got a star factor, and when you you heard it here first, if you ain't know already. When y'all check them out, y'all gonna be like, yeah, Spence did say that. It's something different about them. And I feel like all the artists that I just named, Double K, Slow Bugs, Blue Jane, and 7-0 Labels, with Tom, focus, consistency, I honestly believe that they got potential to like take music to a level that we've never seen before here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So that's my three most slept on artists in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Part one. <laughs> All right. So jumping into our next topic, I want to chop it up with you guys about six things that I think every artist should do. So, um, I, I'm a videographer, right? And like I like to say that I'm fairly involved in the local music scene. So like it's not uncommon for me to be exposed to new local talents. Um one way that I'm going to speak to specifically right now is at ciphers. So whenever I watch a Cypher or um, or I'm at a Cypher, you'll hear a artist being introduced. Um, when you find out their name, if they dope enough, you go look them up. So what's the first place you're going to go look? Chances are it's Instagram. If not Instagram, maybe YouTube. But I'll bet my money that The first place you're going to look is Instagram if you do this often. So I'll check on Instagram and it's not uncommon for me to have a either A have a hard time finding you or B when I do find you I really can't find what I'm looking for. So that's what inspired me to have this conversation. It's just like I want I want to have that conversation about like there are things that artists need to like really take into consideration Whenever you considering, you know, picking up music as a part time and potentially as a full time job, because I don't think people look at it that way. But that's really the essence of what's going on is that like, okay, I love to make music. I'm investing money in it. And, you know, I believe that one day this could this could pay my bills. You know what I'm saying? So. If that is the case, I feel like this is definitely important information to note. But if it's not the case, then, you know, no sweat. Take what you can, leave what you can't. You know what I'm saying? But um the first thing that I would say that artists need, that every Tulsa artist should do is simplify your social media handles. What does that mean, Spence? What that means is if you have a social media handle that's like, I'm going to just come up with one off the top of my head. B23 underscore Young Yayo underscore seven. Bro, what? B23 underscore Young Yayo underscore seven. Bro, that's ridiculous. Like, I, this is all my opinion. I really feel like you need to find a simpler, a simpler handle. I feel like it needs to be something like Young Yayo, seven seven seven, BTC Young Yayo, or just something that's very simple to repeat and remember. Because when people find your music and they think you dope and they discuss you, you want them. You don't want them to have a hard time finding you. And if you only got, like, 500 followers right now, it's going to be extremely difficult to find you already. So if you already got these a whole bunch of underscores and a whole bunch of numbers and a whole bunch of letters and, like, weirdly spelled names, then it's going to be hard for people who like you to find you. You know what I'm saying? So I would just say just consider that. I'm not saying you have to do it because, obviously, There's nothing you have to do to become a successful artist other than make dope music. But one thing I would highly consider is that if you're not too far in your career already, I would suggest, you know, simplifying your name. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but make sure they're similar amongst all platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. Everything should be the same if you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Plus or minus a hashtag. I mean, plus or minus an underscore. But overall, I feel like you should try to have the same, same handle across all platforms. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a no-brainer. And it's just going to make it easier for people like myself to find you when it's, when it's time to use your Instagram. The second thing that I feel like all types artists should do is invest in the quality of your social media appearance, mostly speaking to Instagram. I feel like Instagram is like the hub for artists. Twitter, too, but Twitter is mostly like a, a, a conversation starter but Instagram is like where we see you. If I want to see you, the two places I'm going to go, I'm going to go to your Instagram and I'm going to go to your YouTube. I'm not I'm not going to think about Facebook. I'm not going to think about all those things. I'm speaking about myself. If I want to see you, it's going to be Instagram or YouTube. So, I would highly suggest that you take this take the advice that I'm giving. And the second thing that I think all toast artists should do and invest in your quality. Now, I'm not saying um, hire me or, you know, some other videographer, some other um, great quality producing videographer to just, like, post all your content. No, what I'm saying is whenever you do upload content, take into consideration that there are people who are going to look at it. I don't think people really take that into consideration when they're uploading like random low quality stuff and like pointless stuff or just stuff that has nothing to do with you know your music. I see um sometimes I see people upload fights in the, with the idea that it's bringing more traffic to your music and stuff like that. But I'm gonna tell you the truth. If I end up finding your page because of a fight, chances are whenever you're not uploading a fight, I don't care about what you uploaded. And I'm pretty sure that goes for a lot of people. So if you upload in fights just to get more like views and make yourself feel better because you're getting like, more views and stuff like that, I'm telling you, bro, you, you lost yourself. You're losing it. Like, you you under an illusion that what you're doing is working because it's not, and that's probably why you're still doing it because the only time that you're getting views is when you're uploading fights or half-naked girls or whatever it is that you uploaded. If your music ain't tied into that in one way or another, you're losing, you just, you just putting yourself under an illusion. So I'm, I suggest that you invest in quality. Take nice iPhone pictures, you know what I'm saying? Upload professional photography pictures consistently, upload dope music videos or well-planned Content. Don't just upload anything. I really suggest that you don't do that. I don't. I don't see it working for anybody that's successful in music. So I don't. I don't really know why it's gonna work for you, but that's what I would suggest. Is just invest in dope quality. Whether that mean invest your time in dope quality or invest your money in dope quality. But if you're not investing time or money into Something quality for your followers to see, then you're cheating yourself. All right. So the third thing that I think all Tulsa artists should do is this: create a YouTube channel and all other social media platforms. But specifically, I'm speaking to YouTube. I feel like it's very important to start building your YouTube channel early. So if you're getting videos shot. by myself or other people, I'm going to um give you a little a little heads up. It's important to upload that stuff to your own channel, just as important it is to upload to mine or to who, or Worldstar or wherever you're uploading it. Because at the end of the day, people are going to search it. And when they search it, you're going to get subscribers. You're going to get views. Whenever you get views, you get view minutes. Whenever you get enough view minutes and subscribers, you can start monetizing your content. So it's very important that even if you dropping your video two, three times on different YouTube channels, that you are at least dropping it on your own. That's very important and it's not advice that I've always given, but it is definitely something that I've noticed lately and I'm thinking like, yeah, that's pretty important. So, you know, if you don't have a YouTube channel, I advise you click off whatever you watching this or listening to this on right now and start a YouTube channel, along with other social media and all media platforms, whether it be SoundCloud, um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I feel like you should have all of those things. Like, don't sleep on any of them. All of them are making people millionaires, and what you don't use, you can't use, you feel me? So um, don't don't let your content get so dope that somebody else start like profiting off of it on a platform that you're not using because trust me it happens. People make dope music, they make dope videos and like they're not utilizing Instagram or they're not utilizing TikTok or YouTube. So people are strip it off of that platform and they'll upload it on their platform and they their numbers will just shoot up and they'll just create a whole business model behind your content until you finally wake up and start using those different social media platforms. So that's my advice. That's three things that I think every Tulsa artist should do. Now, if you wanna hear the other three, you're gonna have to tune back in next week and I'll share those other three with y'all. But I'ma just run through them, give you guys a quick recap. Three things that every Tulsa artist should do. One, simplify your social media handles. Keep them simple and easy to remember. Second, invest in quality. Don't have your content all over the place, unplanned and just like low quality. Three, create a YouTube channel and all other social media and media platforms. The sooner you get started, the sooner you get finished. So start on that today. All right, let's get it. We're on the fourth topic, man. So this is the last thing that I wanted to chop it up with you guys about today. Um, And that's just ways you can get exposure as a local artist. So if you're from Tulsa or around Tulsa, say for instance, OKC Lawton, um, you know, anywhere remotely close to Tulsa and you're just wanting to get involved or get exposure, get your name out, get recognized, um, there are a bunch of ways to do that. So I'm gonna share with you guys a few different ways that are mostly inexpensive if free. Um, and if not free, it may cost a few dollars. But I mean, if you got subscriptions, Netflix, Hulu, you know what I'm saying? I just realized that I had like a subscription for everything. So, I've, I mean, I canceled them, but I realized I had a subscription for like everything, yo. And that's like 50 bucks, 100 bucks a month. You know what I'm saying? So, Without getting too deep into that, if you're anything like me and you're, like, paying for a bunch of subscriptions, you can, like, transfer that subscription over and, like, fund your exposure career with some of these things that I'm talking about. So the first thing that I want to expose you guys to is the Soul Body Ciphers. All right, so Soul Body Ciphers actually takes place downtown. The location um, is has been at the Clean Hands uh, Studios. Um, I'm not sure if it'll be moving or anything, but basically what Soul Body Cyphers is, is like, it's like just a place where artists can come and, you know, just create art. And okay, so let me just paint out what it, what a day at, at one of the cyphers looks like. So let me just paint what a day at the Soul Body Cyphers looks like. So you show up and the DJ is playing some music, shout out to Big City, um, there, there's actually a couple DJs there, but the DJs are playing music. You walk in, you just chilling out, you vibing, you might go get a drink, you might eat some food while you waiting for the MCs to all get ready. All right, boom, it's game time. So here it is, I don't know, 7.30, and like we create a big circle. There's a big circle, and you got the host in the middle. Shout out to uh, Sobody meta. he's usually the host. He introduces the MC and then they'll tell the DJ to play a certain instrumental. They'll play that instrumental and then boom, you just start rapping. Now this instrumental could be an industry instrumental. It could be an instrumental to one of your songs. It don't you could like just rock out a cappella. Um basically the point of it is to just, you know, just just to just put on a show. And the dope thing that makes this a valuable asset to all artists is that you get to perform in front of a crowd. That's one plus. And secondly, you get to, um, it's recorded. So it goes on the internet after recording. So that's the dope thing about it. So um, I advise that if you guys are interested in that, you reach out to SoulbodyMet on Instagram, S-O-U-L-B-O-D-Y. Meta Soul Body Meta. Reach out to them, hit them up, see how you can get involved. The next cipher is May 14th. I'm pretty sure they got some open spots. If your artist is interested in performing and just letting the world know who you are and just get hip to what you have to offer, that's how you get involved with that. Um, the another way that you can get involved in getting your music heard and you know just more exposure is, hello, the King Spencer YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? I have a YouTube channel with over 26,000 subscribers made by Tulsa, made for Tulsa. It only costs 20 bucks to get an upload. You hit me up or you reach out to my manager slash girlfriend slash a whole bunch of stuff. Tiffany Dawn, Tiffany X Dawn on Instagram and just let let her know that, hey, I got a video, I'm trying to get it uploaded, I got the 20 bucks, what I gotta do? Reach out to us, we'll get you taken care of, you know what I'm saying? That's the number one way to get um, exposed to a lot of, that's not the number one way, but that is definitely a a great way to get exposed to a lot of artists, um, a lot of ears in Tulsa, Oklahoma, through the YouTube channel that was made by Oklahoma. Another way to get um, your music exposed um, and just you know like more you know just get more ears and eyes on your content is through Indie Pop Media. Indie Pop Media is like the Shade Room of Tulsa, Oklahoma for artists. I don't know if they would approve of me comparing them to Shade Room, so I want to note that I don't mean that in a bad way. I look at Shade Room as as a a media platform that exposes everything going on in hip hop. So I look at Indie Pot as a media platform that exposes everything that's going on in Tulsa hip hop and really Oklahoma hip hop. So that's the sense that I mean that comparison, no disrespect, no shade. Um, I feel like that's a, a great place to go if you want people to know about your new projects you know, whatever anything you got going on that's Tulsa or Oklahoma-based, Indie Pop Media is a great, a great platform to promote that through. And I'm not sure of what the cost, if any cost, but I would definitely reach out to them at Indie Pop Media on Instagram. Check the podcast notes or the description, depending on what you're watching this on, for uh, more details on everything that I'm listing. And that'd be a great place to find out. In the last place, it's really a couple more, but it's one of them that I'm not so sure about. So tune back in next episode or for in the notes and I might have some extra details about it. But the last thing that I wanted to speak on was the Garden Studios Tulsa. Now I run into their content a lot, just watching stories or scrolling down my timeline on Instagram and they produce some really dope content. <laughs> it reminds me of the no plugins interviews to at the extent that it's like a set place you know what i'm saying it's just a, it's just one camera mm, well it might be more than one camera but it's just like you show up to this spot and have you all ever seen um uh off the porch off the porch uh interviews it's that same type of energy but it's just uh with music instead of it being an interview it's a performance so I'll reach out to Garden Studios, Tulsa, G-A-R-D-E-N, Garden Studios, Tulsa, and I would just say, hey, I'm interested and I wanna know how I can get involved. I would I would hit them up expecting to pay something until they tell you otherwise. Like, I would never suggest hitting somebody up expecting it to be free. Like, come on, let's be real. Like, we taking time out of people's day to create something for ourselves, so y'all will reach out to Garden Studios Tulsa and see what they charge or if they're interested in what you have to offer, because I personally think they got a dope platform and they make some really dope content. Um, So yeah, real quick, the the ways that I think that you can find more exposure or just get your content seen or heard is through Soul Body Cyphers, my YouTube channel, Indie Pop Media, in Garden Studios, Tulsa. Reach out and get on all of those, if not one of them. All right, so man, we get to the end of the podcast, and I basically want to end this podcast off with uh, just an interesting game that I want to play. That I basically just shine light on a dope artist in our town, and I would just, and I'm just gonna speak my opinion on what I would do if I managed them. So today, we're gonna talk about Phil Sosa. Phil Sosa is an artist that I followed since since he's put out his first record. I would say it, now me and Phil got slight history because um, I used to spend a lot of time or a fair amount of time at the West Maybe um, before they tore it down. And you know what? If you know Phil, he represents West Tulsa. He was at the West Maybe all the time playing basketball. I used to go out there and give him buckets. Y'all already know that story. We don't got to get too deep into that. Uh, just a side note, I taught everybody in Tulsa how to play basketball. Everybody in Tulsa that y'all think is good at basketball, I taught them how to play basketball. And they'll vouch for it. Anybody in Tulsa, you ask them, they'll vouch for it. But that's besides the point. But if I managed Phil Sosa, what I would do right now, I've had this conversation with a bunch of people, but what I would do if I managed Am I the only person who have these kind of conversations? That's how y'all know I love Sosa music. But I don't manage Phil Sosa. First of all, let's give a shout-out to who does manage Phil Sosa. 1921 Music Group manages Phil Sosa. Um, uh, this, is just, this is just for fun, you know what I'm saying? I obviously take whatever I'm about to say with a grain of salt because I haven't managed anybody. So I'm probably the last person you want managing you anyways. But if I did manage Phil Um, the first thing that I would do would be to, that's a good question, what would you do if you managed Phil Sosa? Screw managing Phil Sosa. If I was Phil Sosa, one thing that I probably would do right now is, uh, man, uh, I know what I want to say, but I kind of don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it anyways. We, when Phil first came, I ain't gonna say when he first came out, but we all remember that Phil Sosa, Tai June um, era where they were dropping dope music all the time. So if I were Phil Sosa, one thing I would do, or if I managed Phil Sosa, one thing I would do is I would see what it takes to get Tai June and Phil Sosa in the studio together. That's what I would do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like not only would that be dope for the town, but for the culture, and man, I think that'd be super dope. Now, I don't know their relationship. I don't know if they got any new music on the way already. I don't know if they, I don't know nothing. I just know that if I were Phil, I would be, Screw it. I ain't going to say if I was Phil. If I was King Spencer, what I would be looking for from from Phil Sosa is like some kind of collab with Gangtai June because it's been so long, and I'm a fan of the music. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan first, and I try to re- remember that. I'm a fan, so I don't mind having a fan opinion on things. So as a fan, what I'm telling everybody who's listening is that it would be dope if Phil and June dropped again. That'd be crazy. That'd shut down the internet. That'd shut down Tulsa. They feel feel already shutting down Tulsa even without you know any extra help or anything from anybody. But with that added, I think that'd be super dope. You know what I'm saying? So that's it for the. If I managed, um, I just want to close off with saying, man, I appreciate anybody who's listened. Man, this is something that I'm super excited about. I've put time and thought into, and I just really can't wait to uh, to like hear you guys' opinions about some of the topics that we're gonna be discussing. And there's so much going on in Tulsa music right now uh, that I feel like, man, I just wanna hear what regular people think. Like, I get to talk I get to talk to artists all the time, but I just want to know what fans think about this stuff. And knowing what fans think and giving fans a voice might actually sway the opinion of what these artists do because these artists might not know it, but they got fans out here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not afraid to admit that I'm a fan. I I ain't like somebody who think it's weird to be a fan of dope things. Like, I don't feel like you got to sell a million records for me to support you. I can support you now, but... um, That's the wrap-up. Welcome and goodbye from the Tulsa Progression Podcast. It's been great sitting here talking to you guys. I can't wait till the next episode. Make sure y'all follow me everywhere and be looking out for the next topics because I will be reaching out, trying to get some opinions from you guys that we can listen to and we can discuss right here on the podcast next time. But this is the introduction episode. You guys have been great. I love the town. I love Tulsa. Everything I do is from, for, and because of Tulsa. And, man, you know what I'm saying? I got that Tulsa progression on. Make sure y'all look at the bio on how y'all can get this merch. I'm about to go ahead and check out. Progression on me, progression on three. We out, man.